Hey y'all, it's Rachel and welcome to my so-called mess. It's great to be back and having a soundboard that's working. I'm very excited about that. Hey Eddie, how are you? Hello, can you hear me? I'm here. I can totally hear you. I can't see you. I'm pretending I can see I'm you. Here. But yeah. this is how we got to do it for a little bit. So what's up? That's fine. Nothing much, just doing my normal Wednesday stuff. Um, I've been working on the RV. I got it running. I drove it to the interstate and back. Wait, so like, that was kind of neat. You drove to like 85? Yeah, Pendleton, or what is it called? Pendergrass? Yes, I think, where the flea market is. Yeah, but I didn't get out. I just turned around. And you made it there and back all okay? It was boring. <laughs> but it worked, so now are you going to try and go on a trip? I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to trust it again. I've got real real bad trust issues with it now, so I think I'm going to maybe just take a trip by myself and see if I can, I guess, get to the coast and back. And then I'll trust it a little bit more after that. Like to the Georgia coast? Yeah, or maybe something smaller. Maybe just up to Clayton and back. That would be nice. Yeah. That's exciting that you got it fixed, though, when it was running. Um, yeah, I, I don't really... I'm not really excited about it. I've been beaten down by this thing so many times that I just don't know how to trust again. I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully trust. It's hard when trust is broken to get it back. Yeah. And that RV sure has let you down. Yeah. So it's going to have to do a lot of proving itself before I put my family in it. And I hope this doesn't... Yeah. You don't want to... Yeah. I get that. And hopefully this doesn't hurt your trust on other things. Oh, it has significantly. Really? I don't even trust that the, the strawberries that I'm getting are going to taste good. <gasps> That's the worst when strawberries don't taste good. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I don't think I've ever been a completely trusting person. I'm always kind of skeptical. And I, for some reason, I feel like you would be very trusting about everything. I think I'd, but I get it. It's hard. It's also yeah. I think I, I think I give I give a lot up front. Like I will trust you a lot, and then once you've proven yourself not to be trustworthy, it takes a lot to like get back in with me. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, especially when you put trust in someone so, first and they fuck it up, then it's like bye. Yeah, and that's a little shitty though. It's like you should give people a lot of chances, but but how many everybody chances? gets that big. I think like seven, right? Or or five. But does it also depend on how they broke your trust? Like if they stole from you, know. is that worse from like breaking plans that you had for years? Yeah. Yeah, stealing is a pretty big one, right? Yeah, and that's where I go to. Like that's a big one. So if someone steals from you or like uses your name in a, or says horrible things about oh shit i just lost my earbuds or says bad things about you yeah i mean i don't feel like rumors or bad things or i don't know i just feel like there are there are specific things that a car is designed to do 
It's designed to drive you from one place to another. And I kind of trust it to do that. And then if it doesn't do that, it's like, well, that's your main function. So Right. So then you. what's it? Yes. Fuck you, RV. So like, you know, and I guess that can extend to other things in life. Like strawberries are meant to taste good and fuck them if they don't. Exactly. And then like, if I have a relationship with somebody where it's like, you know, we're in a business together and they don't show up for their part, like, fuck off. Like, the, the whole reason we have this relationship is, like, for business. And I'm just talking about, like, uh, nonprofit boards that I've been on. or Right. Like, when people don't know, show up the like, way they're supposed um, to, it fucking sucks. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're just left showing up and, I don't know. Yeah, it's I also, really easy to feel taken advantage of. Yes, and I also can't stand when people don't show up on time or value your time. Uh-oh. Oh, it makes me yeah. bananas. I, I've been using the word bananas yeah. a lot. I just realized. I love bananas. Like I just the, had a banana. Okay, let me ask you a banana question. Okay. What's your perfect banana to eat? Not the kind. I don't oh. think there's only one kind of banana. Like, how should your banana look? Oh, I find this a very curious question about people. Yeah, I I like bananas. I have a large window in which I'll eat a banana, and it's like I'll eat it if it's kind of if it's underripe, and I'll eat it if it's overripe to a point. But I'm not going to eat it past the point of like overripeness. Right. Uh, I had a banana the other day and it was like, it looked all kind of brown, brownish, you know, like it was almost like yellowish too. It was like brown yellowish and it was hard, like almost crunchy. And I was like, this is the worst banana I've ever had. And I did not eat it. I just threw it away. My bananas, I'm very particular about bananas. My bananas have to be yellow with a little bit of green still, which is underripe, and not a speck of brown. Yeah. My daughter is that way, too. My oldest daughter, she she prefers them on the green side. And I think if I had to choose, I'd prefer it on the brown side, like with a little bit of spots, you know? Right. Is this the daughter that I eat like? Yeah, it's, um, you resemble a seven-year-old. <laughs> And that makes me happy. Guess what? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I can. Okay. I'll tell you two things. I went out twice this week. Whoa, cool. Yep. The first place, I hope I get the name right. I went to a place called Don's Depot. Okay. Because my cousin's friend was playing drums in the band that night. So we got in. You All know, right. Like we got on the list. So I always feel like cool. It's this old, like, train depot, right? And it's, Mm -hmm. like, country and rock and that kind of music. And so it's this old depot, and they have Christmas decorations all over. It looks like it hasn't been changed since, like, the 70s. The bathroom is, like, these weird stalls, kind of, with, like, graffiti all over. And then it has a couch with a blanket in the bathroom and a loft with a pole. 
Cool. I wanted I like to go up to the loft. I know I wanted to get up there and take pictures, but the one of the, every time I went to the bathroom, there were people up there, and I didn't want to be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. can you get out so I can take a selfie?" Oh, nice. So I did not do that. But next, if I when if I go back, I will. And the crowd is like a mix of, I would say. It's not a diverse crowd by, like, if you looked around, it didn't look diverse, like, culturally. Right. But age-wise, you had people from, like, just legal or under to, like, 80s. Weird. That's a a weird age range. Yes, there's a guy there who apparently, like, it's, like, his second home, and he wears a shirt that says Chick Magnet, and he dances with different women all night. Then there was a okay. couple like two stepping. They were, I think it's called two stepping. Cool. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. But I mean, I know there is a thing called two stepping. I don't know if that's what they were doing. And then mm-hmm. you had like college age students like to, trying to do, like dancing to rock and like being funny and then like trying to like twerk and shit. It made no sense. But I actually, I was joking around dancing. And the table mm-hmm. we were sitting at were people from that my cousin used to work with. And the, there was only one guy because the other guy left. So he was like, he wanted to dance. He was asking each of us to dance. And I got forced into dancing. Um, I don't know how to like, I realized like, I don't know how to like do a two-person dance. Like, I mean, I can dance with someone else if we're just dancing. But when you're like that slow dance hold, you know? Oh, you were slow dancing? That's it wasn't weird. like slow dance, slow dancing. I don't know. I was. It was awkward. His wife was, I mean, I don't think it's his wife. His wife's sitting there. I don't know. And, he, and then he told me I was moving, I was moving too fast. I guess I, I move my uh, hips more when I dance. He's like, you need to slow down. I'm like, dude, I don't know how to dance to this shit. Um, you need to slow down. What a great thing to say to someone <laughs> when you're dancing for the first time. But I danced. And then this like very drunk, he looked like he was 14, maybe 15 year old, kept coming to our table to talk to us. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, what's your name? So I said, my name's Rachel. Ranger? No, Rachel. Racer? Ranger. Yeah, Rachel. Racer? Yes, my name is Racer. Whoa. Oh, okay. And then it would go, he would go through the same thing again. And his friends were like, do we need to come get him? I'm like, he's harmless. Like, if he bothers me, I'll just punch him. Cool. Whoa. So that was... Saturday night after the Georgia game. I watched the Georgia game. Oh, right. Yep. Go dogs. Go dogs. It was a blowout. Um, watched that. Watched, a, watched some U.S. Open. Um, and then we went out. I went out at like after 9 p.m. That's cool. How did you do that? How did I actually go out after 9 p.m.? Did you drink coffee in the middle of the day or take a nap? No, I didn't you- nap or anything. I wanted to nap, but I didn't. And then midday, I was like, maybe my cousin forgot. We don't have to go. Maybe she's uh, tired. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, all right, well, let's get re-. She's like, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm like, I couldn't nap. I don't know why. I just kept watching football. Um, and then we just left, and I got a second wind. And then I just stayed out. till. And then finally, like, towards the end, I'm like, I'm ready to go. So I think we got home close to one. That's, That's a fun. Long, that sounds fun. It was fun. That's a long time out. And then yeah. last night, so I've been really wanting to, I've been getting that itch to do stand up again. And I've been writing routines in my head, not down on paper, but in my head. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know the Austin scene, you know, comedy scene. And I feel like it's a big city. It must be these great comics and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So my friend said, you need, you're like, you've been thinking about this. You need to get back on stage. You need to get on stage. Let's go. Let's go check out some open mics. So I found this great document of all the open mics every night. So last night was research night. And we went to three different open Whoa. mics. Wait, what does research night mean? That's gonna, a thing or that's the thing you made up? No, that's a thing I made up. So research night oh, okay. is you go out and you, re- you check out the scene. Like check out different um, open mics, get their vibe, what it feels like in the audience. Are there actually people there listening or is it just other comics writing, like working on their stuff? And then listening to each other, right? So, like, getting, like, the feel of each place. So, we started at this, like, this this coffee house that's a, um, what do you call it when it's a really old place? Historical building. We went to a historical, it's such a cool spot. And it was outside. This first guy who we saw his whole set, he was kind of funny. He was nervous, but he was kind of funny. He had some, this Mesa. He had some really good rape jokes. And normally I'm like, I don't uh, But they were so fucking funny. Huh. That seems tough. That seems tough to tell a good rape joke. It does. But he was good. He, he had good rape jokes. I have to. So, and then the next woman that came up had been, like, we sat near her earlier. And we were talking about the open mic and, like, how, blah, blah, blah. Because my friend's the one who will tell everybody that I want to be there to do comedy. And then I'm like, please, oh, right. you know. So we were talking to her. Like, I'm not one to go out and say that. Like, so she would do that for me um, because I wanted to just sit quietly and observe because that's me. I'm an observer. Yeah. Yeah. So the woman came up and we thought the way that she introduced her, the, she was introduced, I thought she was going to be fantastic. And her whole shtick was like screaming. Oh, no. Screaming, screaming, screaming. She'd tell a joke and then scream about it. Like Lewis Black or like just something I've never heard before? Like actual blood-curdling scream? She was loud as fuck and it was a really hard scream to hear. Yeah. So that was not fun. And then they they kind of went, got worse from there. So like, okay, let's check out the next place. Because I'm like, I I can't listen to these people anymore. They were like, it was, it just wasn't very good. Like one of them was telling... One of his shtick, his routines was talking about, was like bad-mouthing Native Americans for the, whatever, because they stole land first from each other and killed each other. Whoa. Okay. Okay, so then we went to this next place that was in a food truck court thing. Oh, I like food truck court things. I mean, which was cool, and it was this tiny little room, and it was hot as fuck. There was like no fans on and it was the weirdest fucking place. The first guy comes up with cue cards and just starts reading them like joke after joke, no pause, no nothing. None of the jokes were funny. And that was, and it just got worse from there. I don't even know what I watched there. It was insane. So then we went to the third place, which is a place called Buzzkill. It was a cool place. It was also like a bar ish like an outdoor court with food trucks maybe there's an inside part where the bar is i'm not really sure i didn't walk around um 
also not very funny. Hmm. So we stayed for like two sets. So here's what I figured. Okay. Like you have to think like, I have to remember that open mic nights for comedy are often comedians like just trying stuff out, workshopping their work to see if it's going to be good, to see if it lands, right? If the audience isn't involved, it may not land as well and it may make you think it's not as funny. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also a time for people to be really bad and keep trying because it's open mic. You know, anybody can get up. So you might think you're funny or you might think you have something good or you just want to get up and be an asshole and say stupid shit. And that's your your prerogative. But I also it gave me some big dick energy. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Like I was like, I could fucking I could have in my head. I had a set that I could have done right then. Like last night I came up with more. I should have written it down. But, um, but yeah. Did you ever figure out that, that joke about, um, literal ghosting, like when old people are dating? No. Oh, okay. No, I'll get back to it. I gotta go back to it. There's jokes there. (laughs) I had one going back to like being, I was going to do a thing again about like, I did a vegan joke before and CrossFit, like I'm the worst person, the person that everyone really hates, you know, like, oh, I'm at, like, I'm in two cults. And, but that, you know, I was having this craving for meat. And that's when I decided I have to start dating again. Meh. Oh, nice. I like, I like the, um, the journey for that one. Right. It's pretty good. And that can go into a whole nother thing. Cause you're also not a, you know, so then I can go into my whole dating thing and all this other stuff. And I really want to, but see, nowhere was like inside and dark. But if it was a dark oh, audience right. where like, you know, they had to use lights and stuff, I really want to get, I think I mentioned this last time, a the, the, the butt plug that shoots rainbows and shoot rainbows. The from butt my, plug that shoots rainbows? It's an LED butt plug. Oh, a butt plug. Okay. Yes. And, ha- yeah. and how funny would it be if I could figure out the right pants to wear a butt plug that shoots rainbows as I'm talking? Yeah, that would be something. Yes. Something like that Eddie Murphy, that Eddie Murphy leather outfit. Yes. Something. I don't know. I got to figure that out. Do you remember the Eddie Murphy song, Put a Roller Coaster Up Your Butt? We've talked about it before. So I'm not going to talk about it again. Um, I, don't I remember think... doing it up the butt. Was that what it was called? It, doing it up the butt? It might be. And I don't think there really was a line, put a roller coaster up your butt. But that's how I remember it. Put a poster up your butt. Put a roller coaster up yeah. your butt. Yep. That's the song for it's, sure. Yeah. I don't know if that stand up stands up or holds up. It was iconic at the time. But right. But now it's. A lot of, um, a lot of homophobic F word in that one. Oh, was there? I mean, that song. Oh, yeah. like the whole song is, yeah. I don't, all I remember, like, again, I don't think I ever actually, like, really listened, listened to it, but to put a roller coaster up your butt is constantly in my head. Nice. Well, that could be your act. That could be what it's called. And Come that's on. a cool, like, like shout out to Eddie Murphy. When people <laughs> start thinking about Eddie Murphy, they just want to laugh. That's true. That's true. So I'm getting more confident. I want to look like I may go to a couple more open mics before I actually do it because I want to find the place where I feel like these are my people. Like I feel comfortable getting on stage here. It's definitely not going to yeah. be at the food truck place. That well, is the first place sounded sounded like anybody could go there, right? Just right. like a 
Send me your huddled masses. It was actually a cool place, and it was they had swings outside, and it was a cool little courtyard, and um, it's a coffee shop, but they also have like beer and wine. Um, it was a cool place, and I feel like even though I didn't think I, I didn't love it, there were people there that I think might have been bet, like coming up that could have been good. You know who knows? But I liked the vibe of the place. Because it was chill. Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel high pressure, but it felt like... So I need to get in touch with them and kind of figure out the comedy community. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe check out a few more places. There is one that is at the public access TV station. And mm-hmm. they record it. They, they you, cool. Yeah, so I might want to check that one out. But yeah, I'm going to keep checking them out. I'm going to go also to a town called San Marcos, which is outside of Austin, um, and check out the one there. Or two there. Well, that sounds neat. Yeah. So mad, mad props for going out. That's hard to do too. I you actually know. left your, you left your house twice in one week at nighttime. I know, and not when I stayed at my cousin's all weekend, so I was gone all weekend. Um, but did yes, you, did you drive or did you Uber? To which? To both. Any like my cousin it doesn't matter. Did you Uber at all? No, my cousin drove to the depot. And Jamie mm-hmm. drove around all night last night. We only stayed out for a couple hours last night because it was really, the comedy was pretty, like, bad. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good for you because you can, you can beat them. It's all uh, a competition. I know. And I was like, <coughs> excuse me, like, really felt like, fuck. Like, it gave me that. I think that's what I needed because I think if they were really good, I would have been like, No. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. And I was like, fuck, I'm good. Like, I don't, and I, I, there's something about when I get on stage, on a stage, I'm really nervous right before and I want to talk myself out of getting on the stage or like, oh my God. And as soon as I get a mic on stage, I'm like, oh, this is, this is home. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you. So yes, going out twice, that's a big deal. Um, I don't know how how often I can do that, but I'm trying, 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 trying. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to keep up, but I think it's important. It's also hard. It's hard to meet people, you know. There's like these groups, and they do these meetups, and I say I look at them, and I'm like, I should go to that. And I'm like, no, I feel weird. You still have to walk in by yourself, find the group, and then be like, hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm a man. And I, I don't, I'm not a big small talk person. Um, yeah, so I probably look like I'm pissed off all the time I'm there, but we are doing so my friend and I, she owns a a business called new soul rising, which Mm -hmm. is yoga, meditation and coaching. And we do Friday lives every Friday. (laughs) That makes sense. We do Friday lives every Tuesday. Um, but we go live on Instagram every Friday together and we have topics and blah, blah, blah. So we're creating our own meetup group. And our first event is, I know, it, I don't know how many of y'all listen in Austin, but September 18th at The Hive on Manchac, I believe, we will be doing a meetup on Sunday afternoon, I believe 1 p.m. Don't quote me on that, but we're going to create our own kind of meetup coffee chat, like get a group together that wants to have a little bit more of a social scene, not necessarily go out partying, but you know, have something social to do to be able to have like good discussions and not just small talk and um, 
And it's going to be, it's south of me. So it's like for people kind of in South Austin, I mean, you can come from wherever, but like, it's really good for people South Austin and people who live outside of Austin South, if that made sense. Are you going to post about it on your Instagram? Yes. Post, post coming on Fig Life Coaching Instagram. Look at that little plug I just did. I helped, I helped you with it. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I appreciate that because I wouldn't have said, yes, there will be a post coming and an event um thing what do you call those i don't know that sounds cool yeah i have flyer i don't know if they're called flyers anymore but people post like what i would imagine a flyer would be on their instagram you know it's like some image with like a lot of words like a place and a time yep but it's it's really just an instagram post it is nobody ever prints it like, they're called flyers because you'd print them out and then the wind would blow them away, right? Oh, is that why they're called flyers? Oh, I don't know. I just made that up right now. That was really good. I, Yeah, we used to, you used to have to go around, remember? Like, in Athens, when you go, you can post them on, like, the thing downtown, but then you had to find a spot that no one covered yet. Staple them, staple them to telephone poles or yep. yeah, put them indoor on the front of, like, Inside the window of a business. Yep, and then you had to ask the business if you could do that, which I hated to do. Hey, can I post my flyer? Yeah, Yeah, we had a bike shop for a while, and we would, like, accept flyers for shows and stuff. And then one day I was at the bike shop looking at the flyers, and there were some from, like, 2007, and we are like, oh, man, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, we need to take some of these down. (laughs) Like, we were just, we would never take them down. That's funny. This show obviously already happened. Maybe maybe there was a time machine somewhere in the bike shop that you didn't know about. Uh, It feels like it. Even talking about it makes it feel like there was. I think there was. I think you you weren't in the know. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I just got – I have spilt my drink all over myself. Which is that's um that's an airplane joke, right? You have a drinking problem. Oh yes, that movie is so funny. I wonder if it's still as funny as it was. We watched it not too long ago, like two years ago, and it was funny in this like I cannot believe that this was a movie. It's like absurd. It's just so absurd. And I have it. I have a question for you. When was the last time you were in a movie theater? I've been trying to figure this out the other day. Oh, hmm. I know I saw Space Jam 2, but I also saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So I think April 16th. Oh. That was my daughter's birthday. Oh, so you you kind of went recently. I'm trying to think the last time I was in a movie theater. I know for sure I fell asleep because it was... I would go with my friends to see like the big like Marvel or DC, whatever the action, the superhero movie, superhero movie is that they're called. Um, but I, I fall so. I fall asleep during action movies. I know, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, they movies put me, are weird. Movies put action puts me right to sleep. Guys, I, yeah, I don't really. I I used to like superhero movies, but then. I was like, why do I like these? I don't think I like these. They're also like way too fucking long. Like, why do you have to have a fucking 12-hour action movie? Cut it down. 
Make it. I, yeah, I think they're also really confusing now, and you have to be watching all of them because they got the whole universe thing going on. And right. That's, that's too much of a commitment for me. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to write a dissertation on this. I just want it to be entertaining for about an hour, and then I want to go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I I just want to watch a movie to watch the movie and then go home and not have to think about it for the next movie and and like do homework to catch up. Yeah, like before before you go see a movie, you have to like, like look at your journal entry and be like, okay, so <laughs> Iron Man got caught. You know, he's like in the multiverse and he's like part of this other team or some shit. And- yeah, and I still don't. I have no idea like who's DC and who's. Are they, is that actually what it's called, DC and Marvel? Am I getting that right at least? Yeah, I think so. I think those are the two big comic book companies. Were you a comic book kid? No. I watched some of the cartoons that were based on comic books, but I am proudly not a comic book kid. Me either. My ex was. He had a- I think I think there's a love for it. Like a lot of people who were comic book kids, it's like um they have their own little community and I put them in the community of yeah. of people when I'm not knocking this, well, kind of am, but with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's a that's a community. I, I'm community adjacent to a lot of comic book people, right? I'm not, and I know a lot. I know a lot about comic book. Um, like things. I know a lot of names of comic books, but I've never really, I don't think I've ever really read cover to cover a Spider-Man or anything like I don't, that. I can't like, you know, graphic novels became a thing too more. I can't read books like that. It's very, it's too much for me. I have read a few graphic novels. So oh, I'll have. admit that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like it better because it's not, um, it's like you just read it. It's one long thing. You read it, and then you don't have to read it again. The comic book thing is like every week you got to keep up with this thing. And, oh, yeah, and, that's too much. I don't. I'm not that committed to anything except maybe the gym. It's probably my biggest commitment yeah. in the I world. I started reading an Agatha, an Agatha Christie novel, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I could read these. These are fun. I need to read more books. I mean, I read like. Well, I have three books sitting next to me that I've mentioned last few weeks, but you know, like I still have the Blow Him Away book and the Female Ejaculation G Spot book. I didn't know it was called Blow Him Away. I know you told me. Yeah, it's called Blow Him Away. I was, I was telling some other people about it, and I'm like, it's a book about blowjobs by a speech pathologist. It's pre- it's pretty cool. I need, I need to actually go back, but I read like a page, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, whatever. Um, but I did. I omitted the best part, and that that is the title. Yes, blow him away. Well, um, the class that I'm getting trained in is called "Blow His Mind." Oh, okay. So and, there's a lot of puns. Yeah, and they also do it, the other ones. I'll get trained on is how to eat cake. Okay. Um, but I did buy. So I committed myself to this G Spot book a lot, like a, a month ago. I got as far as buying the book and like scrolling through it and getting like, okay, I scrolled and that's kind of how I am about books lately. But I, I actually just bought myself a new toy 
That should be coming soon. Mm-hmm. So that I can practice. It's a G-spot stimulator? Yes, it is. So the, it's the whole thing about like, you know, like learning to squirt and all that stuff. So I'm I'm going yeah. pra- I'm going to practice and we'll see what happens because I don't know. I'm also like be- because I had a hysterectomy in my early mid 20s. I don't know like what I can actually do to, you know, like who knows. So I'm committed to the practice. I'm actually committing to something. I think I think it'd be pretty difficult to like stimulate your own G spot. Like it's it's located in a position that's hard to reach from where your hands enter yourself. That is true. That's why this so, so the way this toy is, it's a long stem or like mm-hmm. like a microphone handle kind of with like a bulb at the end that's curved in a way that should hit it exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a toy makes perfect sense. Yep. Or another person makes... It's easy with another person that you can tell what to do. Right. Or, you know, a person that you're in tune with. Right. But it would be really difficult to just stimulate it uh, hands only. Yes, I agree. So the whole thing... You need an implement. You need a tool. Yes. So I'm committed. So I bought my tool... It's on its way. It should be here, I don't know, soon. And I'm making mm-hmm. a commitment. I'm saying it on the air, on air, on podcast, whatever. I'm committed to this practice. <laughs> so now I have to do it. And I will tell you what happens. Right. Before <laughs> God in the world. <laughs> Nothing might happen and I might, it might be a letdown, but I'm going to keep trying. I mean, I haven't tried yet. Because um, I have one. To- you, you'll know what it's like when you feel it, though. You felt the G spot before. Yeah, I mean, I know. I, I get what it's like, and I and I've like done it myself. Like with, there's a way to like just kind of touch it, but like, I want to mm-hmm. do the whole thing. I want to like, you know, I want to see because I want also then I can teach. You know, then I want to be able to like talk to people more about it. But I have to practice it in my own body first. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do it. So we'll see what happens. And then it could be a cool trick, you know? A cool parlor trick. (laughs) Look what I can do. Um, So, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of excited. But then now I have to, like, report back. So this makes me stay accountable for my... um, Oh, yeah, you're so busy with going out and doing (laughs) stand-up and... Now you have to record a podcast. Now that you now that we figured out the sound, you have no excuses. Every week we have to record. So now and I have to talk. So after recording, now I have I have to put in my calendar. I'm going to mark out like Tuesdays from twelve to two. It probably won't be that long. Practice your G spot toy. Masturbate at this time and report back. Um. So yeah, somebody texts you like you um. (laughs) Can you hop on for a quick call? And you're like, nah, I got a G-spot practice. <laughs> I'm not, it's marked out on my calendar, too. It's written in, like, G-spot time. So everybody can yeah. see. Anybody who goes on my calendar, nope, that's my G-spot time. Um, yeah, but I'm going to commit. I mean, again, I'm committing to something which is, like, hard for me. I don't like to make plans. I don't like to commit. Uh, so That's funny. It'll probably make the the stimulation less enjoyable because you'll resent it somewhat like oh god like <laughs> i have to do yeah okay that's that's my juice spot. that's what it feels like great wasting <laughs> all this time on you 
Yeah, I might be. It might not be as fun. So I'm like, oh fuck, I got. I have to do this. This is my job now. But I should be. Yeah. Hopefully soon, I will also be testing more toys. So. Yeah, that sounds cool. This will be fun. I mean, that makes work fun, right? It's for my job. They That's- say um, you should make what you love your career or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that personally, but but there is some something. There is something about like. I mean, even when you do work, what am I trying to say? Work around what you love, right? Like, I love the stuff I get to work with, and like the people I get, to, the things I get to talk about. But it's still like it's not like every day you're like, yay! You know, it's still work. I can't just like wake up and be like, okay, everything's gonna fall on my lap because I'm doing what I love. It's still like yeah. you have to deal with the business side and the shit side and like doing stuff that you don't enjoy because it's still business. I think for me, it's like, don't do something you hate. Right. For sure, don't do something you hate. Right. Just, uh, if you do something you like, kind of, then that, that's probably the best. Like, just make sure you don't hate it. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So I have a question. Do, you, do your kids have to wear red and black again on Friday? Is there another game? <laughs> I, I didn't look. Um, yeah, we did have, have to wear it last week. We have another game. It's not a bye week. We have like a shit school um, that we're playing. It's going to be crazy here this weekend coming up because Alabama's coming here. Um, but no, right. we're playing like, we're playing like, I don't know, a high school team, um, like Samford or something. Samford? Is that yeah, a school? Yeah, I know. Well, we used to like sell parking for the games, and I was like more involved back then. Mm. And I noticed that, like, especially after a good season, UGA just makes like the easiest, shittiest schedule. And it's like, who would watch these games? Like, usually the first game is South Carolina, and that's like a big rivalry. Well, Oregon was a big but... game. Oregon should have been a big, like a, a harder game. Like, but they're kind of rebuilding. But, but they do the schedule way before. Like, this schedule has been planned for like years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, we're... yeah, I just it always seemed to me like, oh, they had a great year, and they just want to keep the good vibes flowing. So they uh, just did like some easy schedule with teams you've never heard of n- before. And we always have like, what do they call them? Cupcake games? Is that what they're called? I'm going to call them cupcake games. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, but our schedule is a little bit easier this year, which could be good or bad. I don't know. Um, you know, it's, it makes it harder if, like, there's an, other undefeated teams. But then we're an SEC team, so that's already a, you know, if you win the SEC championship and you're undefeated, you should be going to the Natty again. Um, well, they weren't undefeated. Didn't they lose to Auburn or something? Or they lost last year. We that's we ended up we lost to Alabama and then we beat them in the in the SEC championship. Yeah, is that so right? No, we lost in the SEC championship and then we beat them in the national championship. That's it what it was, was. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I can't remember last year. I can barely remember yesterday. You know, you know. I remember all of it. No, I no, I don't remember much either. I know remembering I things is hard. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna, I will keep you posted on my stand up. I'm gonna let you know when my toy gets here too. I'm very excited about that. Oh yeah. Text me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you updates. That would be funny. Yeah. So what else? 
is going on with you? Any news you want to share? Um, I, yeah, I'm going to start another podcast with Desi. Okay. Tomorrow we're going to record our first episode. We're either going to record our first episode of a new podcast or we are going to resurrect the old one. Oh, fun. If we're lazy. But we've been meaning to get back on it. We haven't podcast, podcasted in over a year. That's exciting. So, that's, so can you tell everyone yeah, the name? Of, cool. Oh, so you don't know if you're going to call it a different name yet. So you can't tell everybody. No. Yeah. Um, just follow me on Twitter at Athens Public or um, go to AthensPublic.com and It'll show up there eventually. That's where all the podcasts show up. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yay. Podcasting is fun. Um, Well, I'm going to share some news. Not really. So again, like check out Fig Life Coaching for September 18th for the Austin folks or outside of Austin folks. Or you can fly in. Fly in. Come for the weekend. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Get, get your conference tickets today. <laughs> get them while they're hot. Um, they're running out. But yeah, check out Fig Life Coaching. And I we will be back next week. Now we have this all figured out. And we will be back one day. We might even have music. Do you want to play some music to outro? Is it, is it um, called yeah, outro? Yeah. All right, folks. Peace out, motherfuckers, and we'll see you next time.